Welcome back to tonight's coverage of Merrimack Hockey. It's game two of the hockey's first round. The Warriors at Northeastern and joining us, Billy Jaffe, calling the game on Nesson today. And, uh, Billy, first of all, a pretty interesting matchup here, I think. You know, you have the 11 versus the 6 seed. You know, wide disparity in the seeds there, but it didn't turn out that way last night. Pretty close game. Yeah, and anybody that watches, forget just college hockey, but college sports understands that the underdog is... You know, never out of it. I mean, every once in a while, whether it's basketball, whatever, football, maybe a little more of a discrepancy, but hockey especially, you know what? You play the game. And the fact that it's not a best of one, but it's a best of three makes a big difference. And you understand as the underdog, you literally take it shift by shift. And you say, if we win that shift and we win the period, then we win the game. All we need to do is win one more. If you start looking ahead and thinking of the fact that you have to beat the team that's above you, the so-called better team, then that becomes daunting. So Merrimack came out in their first game. And obviously the penalty kill was enormous right there. But the fact it was even bigger, besides killing the penalty, was scoring on their first power play right away. And all of a sudden, you want to talk about a double shot of espresso that got into the veins. That's what it was right there. And they start feeling better about themselves. The first goal seems to be so important, uh, especially we see in hockey. Somebody ran the numbers recently. Mike McMahon, I think 74% of the teams that score the first goal win the game. I mean, that's pretty remarkable. Well, especially for the... Underdog, the, uh, I'll call them the lesser team or the lower seed team. That that's that to me is you, you. A lot of times, the lower seed teams are teams that have to play a different style than the higher skilled teams. And so, if you get behind and you're chasing the game, it's incredibly taxing. If you get out to that lead, you get a little more confident, and then you can play your game without having to chase it. There's a big difference right there. But the first goal for any sport especially hockey, though, gives you an awful lot of feel-good. You come out, you're playing your game. you got to earn your goal. Sometimes you've almost scored and it's too easy. Sometimes there's a little bit of a lull to a team right there. Right. But if you earn your goal, you do it the right way. Scoring the first goal is usually very, very successful. The road team, too, the underdog, as you call it, you know, the higher seed, whatever you want to say, uh, winning the first game on the road in, 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 a, in a best out of three, so now they just need to win one of the next two. How much more difficult does it become to get that second win? Well, it's going to be very difficult. And then any, t- any coach will tell you, any, anybody that's been involved in hockey will tell you the old cliche, that winning the, the final game of a series is the hardest. And there's a reason for that. It's that you, know, you have a desperate team in this instance in Northeastern who understands they had to win not just a round, they had to win more than a few games to get themselves into the NCAA tournament. Not to look too far ahead, they know this is it for them. This is absolutely, and this is a this is a pretty good team. I mean, they had a brutal start to the season. They had a very incredible second part of the season. And at the end of the season, the last few games, all right, a little hiccup here and there. It's a pretty good team, very proud team. I know talking to them and, and knowing their coach as well, they believe in this team. They believe in them an awful lot. So I suspect this team will come out. They're going to have to play, it's cliche time, but desperate hockey. We all know that. But for me, it's no different from Merrimack. If they don't come out and play desperate hockey, then shame on them because this is it for them too. I mean, you don't want to give up this game and have to come back tomorrow afternoon. We were just talking off the air. You've known Mark Denny for a long time. How did you, how, how did you get to know Mark and uh, t- tell us a little about your relationship? I got to know, I'll call him coach, I got to know him, uh, yeah, I believe it was 1986 or 87 on a recruiting trip. Uh, we were both at prep schools in Connecticut or in, you know, in the Northeast, and we ended up at Brown University together. God, I hope it was Brown. We both, I'm pretty sure it was. Um, we had a very good time. Uh, neither of us went to Brown, but I almost did. I considered going there, but we had a really, really good time, uh, and that's how we got to know each other. And then, as hockey people are wont to do, you keep in touch and you see the success. And I saw what Mark was doing with coaching, and you know, I didn't fall back into hockey myself until I was 
29 or so when I fell into broadcasting. But because we had connections and you know people in common, he's keep in touch. And once I got back into it and I started doing a lot of college hockey, you end up getting to see him again. He's a wonderful guy. He's done an awesome job. And living now in the Boston area, it's great to get to see him more than every once in a while. You know, I can see him a few times a year now. Last night, UMass and Notre Dame, a five-overtime game. Now, have you ever played in a game like that? And, and what's it like, if you have? Uh, no, I, I, I haven't. Just the old one-overtime type of thing. But for those guys, I can, first of all, I can tell you this. I, I talked to Coach Micheletto, and I said, I texted with him. I said, what was the first thing you thought? He said, what time is it? You know, finally, that was the first thought that went through his mind, which is normal. Um, you know, I've been, as a broadcaster, I've been part of a few multiple overtime games. And as from a player's perspective, you know, listen, by then it becomes a mental battle. You know, you're, you're, everybody's tired physically. You know, you hope that you can hang in there. You hope that you're, you go from eating the oranges and the bananas to then needing more fat-filled foods. You know, you need, uh, whether it's a hot dog or, you know, you know carbohydrates or something, because your body starts burning so much. And you, and you need that shot of energy. Um, the other thing is, you just you, you're as a player, and this is probably the hardest thing. Is at least the, you know the stars maybe don't think this way, but the average player, you're just you're, you, you can't think about making a mistake because if you start thinking about it, oh my God, I could be the one. That's usually what ends up happening right there. So good for them in Notre Dame, a hard place to do it against a very stubborn team too. To, to pull that victory off is just amazing for UMass. It's amazing. Yeah. All right, so it's game two tonight, Merrimack and Northeastern. What do you see as the keys for both teams tonight? I look for uh, I, I look for Northeastern to change it up a little bit in the neutral zone. For me, for, for them, that's going to be the key. I think everybody knows that they want to get the puck to their forwards. they got a really good group of forwards, especially their top four to six of them. Obviously, Kevin Wyatt, you know, even being the best, but there's some other really good ones there. So they're going to look to probably tweak some things in the neutral zone to get the puck in deeper, quicker, more often. For Merrimack, don't change too much, but recognize the fact that you can't go chasing. If you get chasing anywhere, that could lead to a breakdown. And it sounds like they're having a good time getting ready for this game. <laughs> All right, Billy, thanks a lot. We appreciate it. Have a good call tonight. We appreciate you guys, it. too. You guys, too. Have a good night. Thanks. All right, Billy Jaffe has been our guest here. He's on Nesson tonight. We'll be back with more after this. This is Warrior Hockey.